It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The 2020 season did not quite go as planned for Reds fans as the playoffs ended abruptly in the wild card round. Now the Reds are left to pick up the pieces during the offseason and fix a lineup that was the worst in Major League Baseball. How are they going to do it? What are they going to do? Rumors, transactions, news, all here on the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Let's go. Is there any drama going on? Nope, nope. Okay, no drama. Okay, rumors, rumors. Eh, Not really. What about uh, fake reports, huh? Fake news about... No, no, we don't have that either. So let's look at some numbers, huh? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the hitting. Was looking at the statistics, at least breaking down the positional groups for the Reds, looking at the numbers. Yeah, we know that overall the hitting statistics weren't great. But when you break them down in the splits page on the wonderful baseballreference.com, come up with some interesting stuff. I'm going to uh, give you some observations on that on today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you have not already done so, hit subscribe. That way you won't miss any of these off-season episodes that I've got for you here on the Locked On Reds podcast. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone. 
at 513-549-0159. On the next episode, we've got some throwback Reds. I'm not going to call it Throwback Thursday because it may come out on Friday, but we've got throwbacks coming at you, so get ready for that. But on today's episode, let's look back at 2020, look at the hitting statistics from a team that was really not great in the batter's box. In fact, one of the worst hitting teams statistically in the franchise history of the Cincinnati Reds. This team was supposed to be a lot better at hitting, especially after signing Nicholas Castellanos, Mike Mustakis, and Shogo Akiyama. It didn't pan out, though. And the interesting thing, we've entered into this offseason. We're well within it now. It feels like we're waiting for it to start, right? But it's actually, we're like almost near the end, or we should be. Time-wise, anyway, spring training is getting close. It's like a month away. It's just not a lot that's happened. We've had rumors about the Reds going after people, but nothing really concrete has taken hold yet. So now we're looking at the main need. We we keep saying the Reds need a shortstop. They need a shortstop. Go out and get a shortstop. All of that, yeah, different stuff. What's interesting is when you break it down on BaseballReference.com and you look by position when it comes to hitting, the OPS – on-base plus slugging, of shortstop was not great for the Reds last season, 668 total. The best position group, and I asked this on Twitter, and shout out to Kevin, he got it right. Uh, The best position group as far as OPS is concerned for the Reds last year, catcher at 811. It's kind of where you want it to be. You kind of want it to be like, you know, around the 800 area, That was the only position group that was above 800 or even at 800. The second closest would be first base, which is mostly just Joey Votto. But the first base position that also includes, along with Joey Votto, you got a little bit of Matt Davidson. Tucker played a little bit of first base. Mike Moustakas played a little bit of first base. And even a couple of at-bats from Josh Van Meter. But yeah, for the most part, Joey Votto at a 773 OPS. Everywhere else was just a mess. And, and that makes sense because the lineup was a mess as a whole. But when I look at this main need of shortstop, the interesting part about it is batting average-wise, there was no better position. The guys that comprised... The shortstop position for the year were three. Freddie Galvis, Jose Garcia, and a little bit, 31 at-bats from Kyle Farmer, who actually, as a shortstop, hit 387, which is nothing more to say than, hey, that's kind of interesting because he hit 387. He had no homers. He had three doubles and four RBIs. But they have a 240 batting average total. In fact, probably – no, not probably – Numbers-wise, the worst position group for the Reds, center field. Now, a lot of that had to do with Nick Senzel's injury, obviously. When you don't have him in the lineup like you want, you're not going to have your most talented center fielder out there. And I know they played Shogo a little bit there, but you're talking about a guy who was remaindered to a platoon and then all of a sudden thrust into everyday playing time, and he hadn't built a rhythm yet. A guy who just coming over from Japan had to deal with acclimating to a brand-new country, brand-new team, brand-new stadium, brand-new everything. And then you told him he's not going to play every day, and then somebody gets hurt, and then you tell him he's going to play every day. Poor guy's head must have been spinning. 
I mean, these guys are humans. Everybody was, well, they should play for the the role that the coach gives them. It's like, yeah, but they're not robots. So hopefully Shogo gets a consistent role in 2021 because I think with a consistent role, we're going to see a consistently good Shogo. That's my take on that matter. But if Nixon Zell is healthier, I think that's where you see the center field numbers tick up. But as a whole, the center field position group last year batted a buck 63 got on base at a 248 clip with a 268 slugging that is terrible and pitchers didn't hit last year obviously had the designated hitter in the national league but i'm pretty sure if pitchers hit they wouldn't have been that far off either so far as those numbers are concerned so Not only do the Reds need a better shortstop, but they need better play from their center fielders. They're not going to go out and get another center fielder because they feel pretty set with a hopefully healthy Nick Senzel and what Shogo can bring to the table whenever Nick Senzel's not in there. But you need some more consistency from the guys on the team, and that's really where the problem lies with the Reds as a whole, as a team when it comes to batting. Going to break that down here in just a minute because this same team is the one that set records for being one of the worst hitting, uh, one of the worst lineups in franchise history, and most of it is coming back next year. So we're going to dive into that here in just a minute. But before we do, if you have not done so, set up your account on betonline.ag. Make a couple bucks off of the sports knowledge you have in your brain. Head on over to betonline.ag, and when you do, enter the promo code Locked On. They'll give you 50% more on your initial deposit. So whatever you put in, they're going to give you half more just because you type in Locked On. Betonline.ag is the official sports gambling sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's the best way for you to make money off of your sports knowledge. Got a lot of college basketball going on, some craziness with COVID reschedulings and things like that, and the NBA is also affected by it as well. NHL also happening too. There's lots to get into on betonline.ag. They've got all the best lines, all the best games. Check them out. Set up your profile today and enter the promo code Locked On to get 50% more on your initial deposit. Also, while you're online, I'm sure with this being the winter time, your car is probably creaking. Your car is probably shake, rattle, and rolling a little bit. If you need to do some work on your car, I know the best place to find your next part, and that is rockauto.com. They've got all the parts that your car will ever need, and they've got amazingly low prices on those parts. And we're not talking about knockoffs here. They've got all the best brands, If you're a gearhead grease monkey that knows exactly what kind of part you need, what kind of brand you need, Rock Auto is going to help you with that. Or if you're a novice, if you're somebody that doesn't really know your way around an engine, Rock Auto can help you find exactly what you're looking for. Very easy to use interface and helpful people as well if you need to call for help. So check out rockauto.com. They've got all the parts that your car will ever need. And when you're in the checkout section, they'll have a little how did you hear about us area. Type in locked on to let them know that your pal Jeff from the Locked On Reds podcast sent you. That's rockauto.com. And when you're checking out in the how did you hear about us area, type in locked on. After uh, today's episode here, head on over 
to Locked On MLB. Sully has got you covered from a league-wide angle, looking at all of the stories around the league. I'm sure he's going to be talking about the most recent signing by the Toronto Blue Jays as George Springer goes from Houston to Toronto. Check it out, the Locked On MLB podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And that's the Blue Jays getting better in their lineup, uh, hiring or hiring, signing a big bat to come in and help them out. The Reds have not signed a shortstop yet. They have not really added a big bat to their lineup, which means that obviously, I mean, hopefully they're still going to go after that shortstop. But for the most part, you can look at the other seven positions on the field and say, all right, we know who's coming back. We know Joey Votto's coming back. Mike Moustakas is coming back. Gino's coming back. We've got the outfield coming back. What did they do last year? They weren't very good. As a team, we all know the story. They hit 212. That's right, 212. Not great, Bob. And the on base percentage, they got on base 31% of the time. The team OPS is 715, which actually wasn't that bad. They were a top 10 team when it came to OPS, which tells you the confusing nature of this team because they hit a lot of home runs, but they just didn't get a lot of hits outside of those home runs. And with that, with the way that the roster is remaining the same, you have to look at how can they change? How can they get closer? We, we always say to the back of their baseball car, we think that you know one way or the other, they're going to perform to that, hopefully, especially over a full season. But how can they get better at that? Number one, the, 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 the main thing that I'm looking at, and probably the biggest thing, it's just going to have to be a better grasp of the strike zone. Down the list, as you break it down, I talked about positional groups in the first part of today's podcast. As you break it down, it does not matter what position you look at, everybody struck out more than they walked. And that's mostly the case across the league. But in most cases, they struck out twice as much. If you're looking at right field, which was mostly Nicholas Castellanos, he struck out over three times as much as he walked. There needs to be a little bit. I, I don't necessarily know that it's patience. It's just grasping the strike zone better. There were lots of strike three lookings, lots of backwards Ks if you uh, keep a scorebook, which... I'm sure not many people do, but if you were to keep a scorebook, you'd mark it with a backwards K whenever they struck out looking. There was lots of those last season, so it was not as if they weren't being patient. They weren't looking at pitches. They were just looking at the wrong pitches, and you can say in some cases, well, the umpire this, the umpire that. The umpire didn't call every single strike three wrong. It's just something that the Reds need to get better on, that whole plate discipline thing, and understanding the strike zone more. Shogo really showed in the second half of the season, that he has that ability. We, we talked about him coming over from Japan and, and his beginning with the Reds, that this guy knows the strike zone and he's going to have a high on-base percentage. We didn't see that in the first month of the year, but we did in the second month. And that's something that I think we're going to see a lot this season. Hopefully, Shogo and Joey Votto can somehow pass on their knowledge. I, I don't know how that all works because you've got Castellanos and Eugenio Suarez just swinging away and striking out quite a bit because third base was also a position that struck out more than twice as much as it walked. 
I would love to see the Reds. If there's any one single statistical category, I would love to see their strikeout to walk ratio be a lot better than it was in 2020. And I think if that's the case, we're going to see it get better across the board. People always say, well, the BABIP this, the BABIP that. And yes, the BABIP is a way of explaining why things were so bad. But to use it as an excuse as to why the lineup was so bad as a whole is exactly that. It's an excuse. We don't need excuses. We need reasons. We need reasons why they're good, reasons why it's working. We don't need to make excuses for guys in the lineup that are running out there every day and hitting just barely above the Mendoza line. And I think that the excuses end and the reasons why they are successful begin when their strikeout-to-walk ratio improves and improves dramatically over last year. But mostly, and this isn't really something that you find in the numbers, but more so from watching the games last year, more so than even strikeouts-to-walks, they need to have more than one guy that you can point to as a problem for opposing pitchers. Last season... There were a couple of guys, but they were at different times and they were spread out and it wasn't consistent to the point where you could count on this guy all the time. At the beginning of the year for the first like three weeks, first month, Nicholas Castellanos was that guy. He was getting the hits. He was getting the RBIs. He was getting the ball in play and he was helping the Reds win. And then he disappeared. And there was a little bit of time where there really wasn't that guy that you were scared of. And then Jesse Winker took off and became that guy. Joey Votto never really was that guy. Gino never really was that guy. I don't think that we're looking at Joey to be that way in the future, but we're definitely looking at Gino to be that guy moving forward. Now, I think he can return to that stage. He can return to the big bopper in this lineup. And and Mike Moustakis was hurt for a good point of the season, so he really never got going himself. But you're looking at two or three of these guys in the middle of the lineup to be the anchors, to be the guys that opposing pitchers look at and say, those are the guys I got to worry about. Last year, the Reds did not have two or three guys at any one time. They had one guy, but they really never had more than that. And I think that that, more than anything, is where this lineup will see its success return. You got to have multiple guys. And with the way that it's looking, it's going to be the same guys who didn't really step up in the 60 game season. So hopefully they can in a full year. Now, if the Reds go out and at shortstop they make a move to bring in another guy who you could look at that, you're probably thinking that's either Didi Gregorius or maybe they go trade for Trevor Story from Colorado. I don't necessarily think that Marcus Simeon would fit into the mold of guys who are a problem for opposing pitchers. He's a guy that you probably slot in at the back end of the lineup, and he's going to get on base a decent amount for you and use his speed to be a problem, but he's not necessarily a guy that the opposing pitcher is going to mark down and be like, I got to focus on this guy. Didi or Trevor Story is probably in that mold. But that being said, that just points the onus back to the guys already on this team. The guys who just a couple of weeks ago were rumored to be traded elsewhere, to be moving on, something like that. 
did that affect them at all? Hopefully not. Hopefully this isn't something that's thrown their mind all out of whack and they're not getting ready for what's this spring training is going to look like, but they need to be the guys to step back up. The same guys that compiled a 212 batting average for the Reds last year need to almost flip the script. Not saying that they need to bat like 800, but you know, a little bit better than 212. I don't think that's hard to ask. And I think that there are a couple of guys that can step up in the middle of the lineup, but there has to be two or three at a time. This cannot be a scenario where we got a lone wolf that's hit, getting all the hits and everybody else is striking out or hitting into double plays and just completely killing rallies. And that is where the success of this lineup will return. So give me a better strikeout to walk ratio and give me a couple of problems in the middle of the lineup for the Reds, and we're going to see a better lineup in 2021. But those numbers got to improve when you look at the way that things went last season. Just ooh, just abysmal. And hopefully that'll be the last time we uh, really have to talk about the hitting statistics in detail. I mean, we'll probably bring it up whenever we're looking at this team and storylines for 2021, but this is the last time I'm going to look at this in detail because I think that 2021 will be better. I think that the Reds will improve because let's face it, they got nowhere to go but up. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast, today's Locked On Reds podcast. If you haven't already, hit subscribe, follow me on Twitter, and save that Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. Like I mentioned earlier, next podcast will be a throwback podcast. We'll be looking back in time at the history of the Cincinnati Reds. I'm going to pick something that's going to be a secret until I release that podcast, which will be coming up here in the next couple of days. But thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Let's go, Rex. Hey. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.